0: Stamps.com, postage on demand, print your own postage shipping labels in seconds, click instantly buy and calculate exact postage, print print postage labels, envelopes or plain paper, mail affix, postage and mail anywhere in the world. Give Stamps.com a try, get five dollars in free postage. Check offer details on Stamps.com. Corporate postage solutions have more. Then, two locations of Stamps.com Enterprise as a postage solution for use. Shipping solutions, process, and print shipping labels fast, easy, enjoy, shipping discounts, and more. Stamp.com U.S. postage meters. The choice is, the choice is clear. Stamps.com offers more features at a fraction of the cost. Approved licensed vendor of the USPS so, Stay big with discounted rates from USPS and UPS. Stamps.com is an independent vendor of the USPS and UPS. Here's how it works. Open Stamps.com account. Simply simply click click the Get Started button to sign up for Stamps.com and get access to all the services of the post office right from your computer 24-7. Even get discounts you can't get at the post office. Try it out with $5 free postage. Stamps.com will give you four weeks to see if you, if they are right for you. Stamps.com is so confident you'll like them. They'll also throw in $5 free postage to use during the four weeks. Don't pay unless you stay. Cancel your account. Online or call one 855 608 to cancel within the four-week per- trial period and pay no service fee. The monthly fee is just $17.99 plus applicable taxes. If any, including the first month, your service will continue uninterrupted as long as you do not cancel. Your 24-7 Post Office Send invoices, letters, packages, print official USPS postage, domestic or international. No more guesswork? How much postage? What what mail class? Stamps.com will figure it out for you. Eliminate trips to the post office. Anything you could do at the post office, you could do right from your desk 24-7. Do more than a postage meter for less, avoid hidden cut fees, equipment insurance, and there's no extra hardware to buy or lease. Never pay full price for stamps again. Get postage discounts you can't even get at the post office. Customer support always ready for to help. Available by phone, email, or chat, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Not just for small office mailing, multi-locations solutions, shipping solutions, warehouse solutions. Try stamps.com today. ThriveMarket.com, healthy living made easy. Guaranteed savings on your favorite organic brands delivered to your door. Healthy groceries shouldn't break the bank. Low price promise: find a product cheaper elsewhere. Thrive will beat the price. Here's how it works: build your order, shape shop six thousand plus wholesome products curated just for members. Never run out. Get recurring deliveries on a schedule. Personalized to you, you're in control. Easily add or remove items, skip a delivery, or pause anytime. Your new one-stop shop from organic pantry staples to clean beauty to non-toxic home. Shop by over 70 diets and values, including gluten-free, ketogenic, organic, vegan. Thoughtfully sourced seafood. Thrive Market is aligned closely with key industry watchdogs to identify partners who. Catch sustainable and traceable seafood for $5 a month for a risk-free trial for 30 days. Trust free carbon-neutral shipping, well that's fast free carbon-neutral shipping. Free gifts and samples, every membership gives to someone in need, better for you and the planet, ethical and sustainable sourcing, carbon-neutral shipping. Zero waste warehouses, recyclable compostable packaging. Thrive also gives every annual membership. Sponsors are free, one for a family in need. Thrive's mission is to help make organic foods more accessible. Good morning. Here's part four of U.S. President number 31, Hubert Herbert, part four. World War II. During a 1938 trip to Europe, Hoover met with Adolf Hitler and stayed at Hermann Göring's hunting lodge. He expressed dismay at the persecution of Jews in Germany and believed that Hitler was mad, but did not present a threat to the U.S. Instead, Hoover believed that Roosevelt posed the biggest threat to peace, holding that Roosevelt's policies provoked Japan and discouraged France and the United Kingdom from reaching an accommodation with Germany. After September 1939 invasion of Poland by Germany, Hoover opposed U.S. involvement In World War II, including the Lend-Lease Policy, he rejected Roosevelt's office to help coordinate relief in Europe, but with the help of old friends from the CRB, helped establish the Commission for Polish Relief. After the beginning of the occupation of Belgium in 1940, Hoover provided aid for Belgian civilians, although this aid was described as unnecessary by German broadcasts. During a radio broadcast on June 29, 1941, one week after the Nazi invasion of the Soviet Union, Hoover disparaged any tacit tacit alliance between the U.S. and the USSR, stating, If we join the war and Stalin wins, we have aided him to impose more communism on Europe and the world. War alongside Stalin to impose freedom is more than a travesty, it is a tragedy, much to his own frustration who was not called upon to serve after the United States ended World War II due to his in- differences with Roosevelt and his continuing unpopularity. He did not pursue the presidential nomination at the 1944 Republican National Convention and at the request of Republican nominee Thomas E. Dewey, refrained from campaigning during the general election post-wo- post-World War II. Following the World War II, Hoover befriended President Harry S. Truman despite their ideological differences. Because of Hoover's experience with Germany and the end of the World World War in 1946, Truman selected the former president to tour Germany to ascertain the food needs of the occupied nation after touring Germany, Hoover produced a number of reports critical of U.S. occupation uh, policy. He stated in one report that there is the illusion that the new Germany left after the annexations can be re- reduced to a pastoral state. It cannot be done unless we exterminate or move 25 million people out of it. On Hoover's initial school, a school meals program in the American and British Occupation Zones of Germany, was began on April 14, 1947, the program served 3,500,000 30, 30, 30 children. In 1947, Truman appointed Hoover to a, co- a commission to il- reorganize the executive departments. The commission elected Hoover as chairman and became known as the Hoover Commission. The commission recommended changes designed to strengthen the president's ability to manage the federal government. Though Hoover had opposed go- Roosevelt's contra- 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 concentration of power in the 1930s, he believed that a stronger presidency was required to, with the advent of the atomic age. During the 1948 presidential election, Hoover supported Republican nominee Thomas Dewey's unsuccessful campaign against Truman, but he remained on good terms with Truman. Hoover favored the United Nations in principle, but he opposed granting membership to the Soviet Union as a, and other communist states. He viewed the Soviet Union as to be as morally repugnant as Nazi Germany and supported the efforts of Richard Nixon and those who exposed communists in the United States. In 1949, New York Governor Thomas E. Dewey offered Hoover the Senate seat vacated by Robert F. Wagner. He declined. After back, Hoover backed conservative leader Robert A. Taft at the 1952 Republican National Commission, but the party's presidential nomination went, instead went to Dwight D. Eisenhower, <coughs> who went on to win the 1952 election. Though Eisenhower appointed Hoover to another presidential commission. Hoover disliked Eisenhower, faulting the latter's failure to roll back the New Deal. Hoover's public work helped to re- rehabilitate his reputation and did his as did his use of self-deprecating humor. He occasionally remarked that I am the only person of distinction who has ever had a depression named after him. In 1958, Congress passed the Former President Act, offering a $25,000 yearly pension equivalent to 221 dollars 221540 in 2019 to each each former president. Hoover took the pension even though he did not need the money, possibly to avoid embarrassing Truman, whose precarious financial status played a role in the law's enactment. In the early 1960s, President John F. Kennedy offered Hoover various positions. Hoover declined the office but defeated Kennedy after the Bay of Pigs, but defended Kennedy's after the Bay of Pigs invention, it was personally disrupted by Kennedy's assassination in 1963. Hoover wrote several books that during his retirement, including the ordeal of Woodrow Wilson, in which he strongly defended Wilson's actions at the Paris Peace Conference. In, ni- in 1944, he began working on Freedom Betrayed, which he often referred to as his magma opus. In Freedom Betrayed, Hoover strongly critiques Roosevelt's carm Policy especially rose with decision to recognize the Soviet Union in order to provide aid to that country during World War II. The book was published in 2012 after being edited by historian George H. Nash. Death. Hoover faced three major illnesses during the last two years of his life, including an August 1962 operation in which a growth on his large intestine was removed. He died on October 20, 1964 in New York City following massive internal bleeding, though Hoover's last spoken words are unknown. His last known written words were a get-well message to his friend Harry Truman six days before his death, after he heard that Truman sustained injuries from slipping in a bathroom. tubs are a menace to ex-presidents, for as you may recall, a bathtub rose up and fractured my vertebrae when I was in Venezuela on your World Fam Hammond mission in 1946. My warmest and sympathy and best wishes for your recovery. Two months earlier, on August 10th, Hoover reached the age of 90, only the second U.S. president... <coughs> <coughs> after John Adams to do so. When asked how he felt to, on reaching the milestone, Hoover replied, too old at the time of his death. Hoover had been out of office for over 31 years, 11,553 days altogether. This was the longest retirement in presidential history until Jimmy Carter broke that record in September 2012. Hoover was honored with a state funeral in which he lay in state. In the United States Capitol Rotunda, then on October 25th, he was buried in West Branch, Iowa, near his presidential library and birthplace on the grounds of the Herbert Hoover National Historic Site. Afterwards, Hoover's wife, Lou Henry, who had been buried in Palo Alto, California, following her death in 1944, was reinterred beside him. (laughs) Legacy. Historical reputation. Hoover was extremely unpopular when he left office after the 1932 election, and his historical reputation would not begin to recover until the 1970s. According to President David E. Hamilton, historians have credited Hoover for his genuine belief in volunteerism and cooperation, as well as the innovation of some of his programs. However, Hamilton also notes that Hoover was politically inept and failed to recognize the severity of the Great Depression. Nicholas Lehman writes that Hoover has been remembered as a man who was too rigidly conservative to react deeply to the Depression, as a hapless foil to the great Franklin Roosevelt, and as a politician who managed to turn a Republican country into a Democratic one. (coughs) Polls of historians and political scientists have generally ranked Hoover in the bottom third of Presidents, a 2018 poll of the American Political Science Association's Presidents and executive politics section ranked Hoover as the 36th best president of 2017. CPAN poll of historians also ranked Hoover as the 36th best president. Although Hoover was generally regarded as having had a failed presidency, he has also received praise for his actions as a humanitarian public of, and public official. Biographer Glenn Jeanson writes that Hoover was one of the most extraordinary, extraordinary Americans of modern times, adding that Hoover led a life that was a prototypical Horatio Alger story, except the Horatio Alger story stopped at the pinnacle of success. Byerick Kenneth White writes that the question of where who belongs in the American political tradition remains a loaded one to this day. While he clearly played important roles in the development of both the progressive and conservative traditions, neither side will embrace him for fear of contamination with the other. Memorials. The Hoover Hoover Presidential Library and Museum, located in West Branch, Iowa, next to the Hoover, next to the Hoover. Hoover Hoover National Historic Site. The library is one of 13 presidential libraries run by the National Archives and Records Administrations. The Hoover Minthorne House, where Hoover lived from 1885 to 1991, is located in Newburgh, Oregon. It's wrapped repeated fishing camp in Virginia, which he donated to the government in 1933, is now a historic national landmark within the Shenandoah National Park. The Lou Henry and Hoover Hoover House, built in 1919 in Stanford, California, is now the official residence of the president of Stanford University and National Historic Landmark, also located at Stanford, is a Hoover Inquisition, a think tank, and research institution started by Hoover. Hoover has been memorialized in the names of several things, including the Hoover Dam on the Colorado River and numerous elementary, middle, and high schools across the United States. Two minor planets, nine thirty-two Hooveria and nine thirteen sixty Herberta, are, are renamed in his honor. The Polish capital Warsaw has a square named after Hoover, and his and the historic townsite of Goolea, Western Australia, it contains a Hoover House Bed and Breakfast, where Hoover resided while managing and visiting the mine during the first decade of the twentieth century. A medicine ball game known as the Hoover Ball is named for Hoover. It it was invented by White House physician Admiral Joel T. Boone to help Hoover keep fit while serving as president. Other honors. Hoover was inducted into the National Mining Hall of Fame in 1988 inaugural class. His wife was inducted into the Hall in 1990. Hoover was inducted into the Australian Prospectus of Miners Hall of Fame in the category of Directors and Management. Notes, Hoover later became the first president born west of the Mississippi River and remains the only president born in Iowa. Hoover later claimed to be the very first student at Stanford by virtue of having been the first person in the first class to sleep in the dormitory. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 31st U.S. President, Hoover Hoover. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay safe during this coronavirus pandemic since 2022. Uh Stay tuned next week for U.S. President number 32, Franklin D. Roosevelt. And as always, have a good week and thank you for listening.